What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Bender and Adam Ronis here from Fantasy Alarm on the Sawdust Podcast Network. What's up, Adam? Wednesday. Happy Hump Day to you. Yeah, for sure. Although, I don't know, is there any midweek for us with what we do? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I just like to mark Wednesday as Hump Day, even though everybody you know screws on the weekend usually. But you know. Oh man. <laughs> What's the matter? Adam? No, so my friend sent me a link today, right? And <laughs> I was I was busy doing. Where's something. this one going? It's not what you think. So there, he sent me a link that he there's an impractical jokers at Mariano Rivera Foundation live punishment stream event. It's on Friday at 1.30. so you could see it if you donate a minimum of five dollars to the Mariano Rivera Foundation. So he said he did it. So. I was like, okay, let me check it out. And now I see that contributions are closed at the time. So what do you mean contributions are closed? Like you we can't see this? I guess so. So it's on Friday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern that they're doing this. So my friend, oh wait, can you still do it? Entry level buck. Maybe you can. I don't know. Oh, why don't you send me the link? Okay. Send me the link and I'll keep checking up on it. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, I would do that'd be great. We just had an impractical jokers like Twitter debate. Yeah. <laughs> and um the other, so I know you probably have you been watching lately? There's been new episodes no, I for a month. Okay, so there's been new episodes for a month. I think fifth or sixth one of the season comes out tomorrow night, Thursday night. And they also did the dinner party and they had Mariano Rivera at one of the dinner parties. Did you catch that one? No, I didn't catch it. That was good. Rivera's really good. He was good on it. He's known them for a while. They were joking about how cute one time came to his house. And Q was like, dude, is there anything you don't do well? You cooked a good steak? He's like, what? You do everything great. It's like unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Q, the, the worst of the impractical jokers. Um, I, I still like him. I don't think it's... Oh, I like him too. They're all good. I mean, if I'm going to... if I, I told you, Sal's the best. I love no, Sal. Joe. Joe. I know you love Joe. Sal's hysterical. He's hysterical, but you know he's soft. He's easy. He, he's easy to laugh. He's scared to do shit. I don't know. Maybe you guys identify with him because that's what you see in yourself. Is that it? No, because I'll pull shit off like Joe does. Like yeah, I, I'll, that's I'll why do I love that. Joe. He's smooth. He's spontaneous. Like he's he comes up with excellent things on the spot. Like remember that one, the skit with the Olympic dude. In the supermarket, did you see that one? It was Q and the guy in the supermarket, and the guy's like, "Yeah, you know, I was in the Olympics," and he shows him the YouTube footage. No, I didn't see. And that then one. Joe comes out and he goes, "Wait, I forgot the guy's name. You're Jack Smith," and he's like, "Oh my god!" Like he's st- and so then Murr came out and Sal came out and did it, but Joe's the one who, spur of the moment, made that whole skit perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta send that one to you if you haven't seen it. This, oh, I'm, te- dude. I know we don't have much free time. That's the problem. But I'm telling you, <laughs> if you ever get like, you can do it late at night, right? You know, there's got to be a stretch at night. Um, you know, you're up late on the West Coast, but you just gotta go back and like just watch like all of them. I mean, yeah, that's as like as soon as as soon as my wife goes to bed and I'm like still doing some shit around the house, I'll like sit up for like an extra like half hour, forty minutes or so. Before I go to sleep and and call it a night, so I you know I mean I, I can definitely pop it on there. Send me send me that one too. 
Yeah, because, um, you know, most of them, you know, 20, 22 minutes if it's no commercials and stuff. But, yeah, I'm going to email you the this one that I'm talking about now. But, like, that's the, the whole thing. You see Joe is the one who basically came up with the idea and spurred this whole thing to make it hysterical. And Sal and Mer just follow his lead. So, um, but, yeah, you know, look, everyone has a, a okay, different You know preference. what? Part of being good at improv is knowing just to follow the lead, not, you know, you don't <laughs> have to always be the innovator. Look, it's just Sal. Just <laughs> I look, I love look. I love all four of them. I think the whole concept is genius, and I've said this before. If I wasn't doing like, if we were Grant, like, if someone said, "Hey, if you weren't doing the job that you're doing now, what would it be?" Me would to be one of those four and on that show. I would just love it. Except if I got an ultimate punishment and they know my fears or something, then that would be a problem. You know, they obviously grew up together in high school. They know each other well, mm-hmm. so that would be the problem. So. And at some point, even though Joe doesn't lose that much, because uh, I think the first episode of the new season, like, oh, it's a rarity. Joe lost Ultimate Punishment time. So if you're going to do that show for that many years, you're going to lose at some point. So that would be the scary part for me. But, man, that's just they have so much fun, man. I mean, we could say that, too, with what we do. We have a lot of fun, especially on this podcast. Depends who we work with. You know, there are some boring people in this industry. Oh, but my God. <laughs> but for the most part, right? Like, I know most of the time when I do radio, I have fun, whether it's with you, Lisa, Ann, Fensty, and not so much, Jen. Yes, you know, but I usually have fun. And a lot of people can't really say that about their job. Of course, we have our stressful days, too. But for the most part, it's fun, which is why we continue to do this. And that show just... Like, they just look like they have such a good time. And like anything, I'm sure there's days where it's stressful. Can we pull this off? Blah, blah, But it just looks so much fun. I'm all about laughing, comedy, having fun. So I just, once I was introduced to that show, I was like, I'm watching every single damn episode. This is so much fun. Yeah, you turned me on to it. I was sitting there, so I was watching it episode by episode, season by season. And then all of a sudden, Comcast was like, oh, well, if you want to watch season five, you got to pay for it. Ah. I was like, are you are you fucking kidding me? Like, so I had to like skip season five and then I only got like half of season six and then you had to pay for season seven. I was like, man, the cable company just screwing me out of my enjoyment there. But I mean, I'll, I'll dig through it. You send me you keep sending me stuff all the time. Yeah, and, and I season, check it out you, immediately, man. You have true. You have true TV, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, so you could probably. I catch the reruns. Yeah, you, and you can watch the season nine on demand now. I'm pretty sure. Season nine, because it just oh, okay. cared. Perfect. So you should be able to watch those for free. And then there's a new episode uh, tomorrow night. Did I tell you I, I was, like, fucking with, uh, 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 you know, like a, a customer service rep for uh, for Verizon? No. Yeah, his, his name was Larry. <laughs> <laughs> So every time he said something that pissed me off, I was like, Larry! Did he get it? Probably not. The first, the third time I did it, he was like, he's like, you like impractical jokes. Oh, wow. He got it? And I was like, Larry, see, I said, I said, right away, right now, now when I talk to your supervisor, I'm going to tell your supervisor how amazing you were because (laughs) you knew that one. I said, I've been trying to be a nice guy. I've been trying to have a little fun here, but the company sucks. You guys, customer service is driving me insane. But the fact that you at least knew that just kind of warmed my heart a little bit. <laughs> Went through it that way there. So, oh, man. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Impractical Jokers podcast, Howard <laughs> Bender and Adam Ronas. You know what? I just I literally I just got out of the draft with uh, NBC Sports Edge. And I'm and and between that and between the Raz Slam that I'm in and finishing up TGFBI and and knowing that, you know, had to oh, your your tout yesterday. I'm like I, I might be drafted out here, Adam. Can can I actually can I be burnt out? Uh, this early in the month of March? It's possible. Hopefully you have a little break between your next few. I know I do. I think I think as of right now, I don't have another draft for two weeks from tonight, I believe is my next draft. Oh, although... Saturday. Although uh, this Saturday? Yeah. And then your tout is the following weekend. Yeah, I got the barf draft this weekend and then the tout the following week after that. And then mix in. There's like you know, there there are like a couple of home league stuff. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I might have one before uh, looking at it, maybe doing an NFBC draft. So I might be doing it the Top Wars weekend. Oh shoot, that's right. I forgot. I could be broadcasting. I was like, yeah, I'm free that Saturday. Um, <laughs> but wait, Tout is but Tout is what ten? I think it was ten to eight. So yeah, I don't want to do a five hour broadcast and then draft. No, that would that would yeah, it's me. not fun. I was drained after the five hour broadcast. You know, I don't wanna I don't wanna do another league. I don't, but I gotta be honest with you, man. The idea of you and me putting together an invitational, right? Very select company, throw some you know, throw some cash on that. You know, make it. You happen. just said you don't want to draft any more teams. I know, I know, I know, leagues. I know. But like, no. In all honesty, like, I don't think, I don't think you and I are in a league together this year. No, we were for football, so it's not. We like were we for football. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying if we put together an an, an an invitational and we brought in, you know, the heavy hitters, and I, I got to tell you, you know, in all honesty, I mean, and I'm I'm probably just giving away the million dollar idea, but every time I see one of these fucking ads for Oculus, I'm like, ah. Like I want to do high stakes invitational VR. You you know we're looking at everybody. We're doing that. You know, like do like a an, an auction draft um, through that way, so that we're all basically together. Um, do it because I got I got a buddy of mine who does a lot of VR poker with uh, with his boys, right? And so they get together weekly, and they're sitting there. It, you know, basically in a room, I'm using air quotes here, in a room together playing poker. They can see facial reactions. They can see everything, you know, with the whole thing. And I think that, you know, imagine putting that together like a high stakes sort of, uh, you know, an underground. Nobody knows who's in it kind of a thing, uh, except this is like, you know, Bender and Ronis have like, you know, this secret league and. Nobody says who's in it or anything like that. We just know that it exists. And uh, and then we throw some some nice money on that. It should have been planned sooner. <sighs> Way to work on the fly, Ronus. Way to work on the <laughs> just, fly, dude. <laughs> I don't want to mislead people. Right? See, this is this is why see, this is why Joe is your favorite impractical joker, because he, like you don't you 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 lack that innovation that he has to start the gag right and and you admire that aspect of him 
So no. like here I say this is the idea we should put this together. It's what 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 the hell's today's date? It's March 10th. You don't think we can put something like that together in the next 3 weeks? Um it's we can, but it's kind of tough last minute. A lot of people already have draft scheduled, man. That's going to be, you know, that's going to be an issue. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I still think it's doable. I don't know. You know what? I'll tell you what. We'll just call it the the secret bender invitational, and maybe you get invited, Adam, and maybe you don't. Okay. You'll never know because nobody will tell you whether or not the league actually exists now. What? Yeah. What a shame. Yeah. You know what? I I, I hear it in your voice. I hear the tremble. I hear it. <laughs> you see, there it is. You know, it's kind of like a laugh, but it might have been a bit of a cry. I know. I know. <laughs> All right, before we get to like some actual business stuff here, we actually talked some baseball. Let me just give a quick shout out to our sponsors, uh, Monkey Knife Fight, the DFS site. You guys should be playing on, damn it. Here's why. <laughs> Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. MonkeyKnifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there are no salary caps, and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning, even you, Adam, even you. Uh, monkeyknifefight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love, baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else monkeyknifefight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTIUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like monkeyknifefight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at monkeyknifefight.com. Play, play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. All right, Adam. Uh, in the news today, let me ask you this one here. Blake Snell was talking to Aiden Gonzalez, the beat writer uh, for the Padres. And basically, so this is what Blake Snell had to say. He said, you know, the stitches on the baseballs are thicker. It's allowing them to dig in more with their grip, like dig their nails in. Um, and it's enhancing the breaking stuff. And it's, uh, and it's, it's something. And Blake Snell said that he really noticed that um, to which then, you know, I turned around to, uh, to Jim Bowden today. And I said, you know, this is what Blake Snell had to say. And, and Jim was like, yeah, you know, and, and he's, he starts, <laughs> Jim's still at that point right now where he wants to keep some information close to the vest because he doesn't want people he plays in leagues with to hear what he's saying. Right. Like, you know, we're trying to like explain the perils of being a, a, a fantasy analyst and in the public eye. So, but I, I was like, I was like, well, then, sorry, dude, that's what you got to do. So talk to me here about some of the pitchers who you might kind of, you know, uptick in value a little bit just based on the fact of what Snell said. And I mean, he just, he rattled it off. He was like Kershaw, Nola, 
Glasno, uh, Charlie Morton, Sixto Sanchez, Herman Marquez, Jesus Lazardo. Um, the guys with the really nasty break-in shit um, could be the guys who really, uh, really dominate from the mound this year with the way that this uh, this new ball is set up. Um, what do you think? Well, unless I'm wrong, I thought they were not using the ball they're going to use in the season in the spring. That's what I they, read recently. No, they said. No, I read that they were. I read they weren't. Hmm. Um, I, I so I asked Jim, and Jim said, "Yeah, they're." He said, "In the games, they're using the ball that, you know, in the spring games, they're using the ball that they're going to use in the regular season." He's like, "I don't know what they're using on the alternative sites, or you know, the alternate sites." He's like, "I don't know what they're using uh, in practices or anything like that." He said, "But in the games, they're using the ball that they're going to use for uh, in season." I'm not changing anything. We don't know. Everyone's guessing. Like, what are you? How how far are you going to push up these guys? They're all they're all going early anyway. Kershaw won in the second round yesterday. You go push them up five spots. Blake Snell when it goes in the third, fourth round. What are you going to do? Pitching's already going early. So, well, see, that's the thing. It's not a matter of really of pushing these guys up like ADP wise. The question is, is should I pay a little bit more attention to starting pitching than I have been in the first few weeks of draft season? I mean, I have been personally. So I took Garrett Cole in the first round of TGFBI. I took a, a pitcher in the second and fifth round of Tout. So I have. I'm not going to overpay for it and push it. Um, one of the last draft champions league I did, I started with two pitchers. Again, that's a different format because you can't make waiver wire moves during the season. You know, in a redraft league where you can go to the waiver wire, it's a little bit. I'm more willing to not push up the pitching like crazy because I can know I can go to the waiver wire. We know there are going to be a lot of pitchers that come off the waiver wire, uh, especially with injuries and maybe teams scaling back innings. But yeah, I mean, I've been trying to make sure I have some decent pitching early. Of course, there's arms I like later on. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think I've started a draft yet, like with five bats. Um, I, I have actually, I mean, and, and I'm fine with that, but now, like now my way of thinking, and I just did this in the, um, you know, in the NBC edge draft was all of a sudden it was like, and I saw the way guys were grabbing pitching and I did it. I, I grabbed an Aaron Nola at the tail end of the, I had the fourth pick overall. So I took Nola at the tail end of the, the second round, um, because they were all just grabbing starter, 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 starter. And it's kind of a, sh you know, it's a shallow league. You know, it's a one catcher, no middle or corner infield, three outfielders only. Yeah, that's, that's rough. Yeah. yeah I mean, pitching so, gets value, should get value more in that format. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I'm also kind of, you know, now I'm in the middle rounds of the Raz Slam. And I kind of just, uh, I just took three pitchers in a row, 10th, 11th, 11th 12th and 13th round. And I never usually do that. So, you know, it's just something, I mean, it's it's something I'm going to have to, like, deal with right now, try it out. I'm going to probably have to jump into a couple of mock drafts uh, with the mock draft army and just see really what it is. Because, I mean, I don't want to, like, I'm like you. I don't want to overvalue it. I don't want to push too much on it. I, I'm perfectly fine grabbing, you know, one starter in my first five picks and make sure that I got four big bats, too. Yeah, I think you kind of play the room and you see how it goes. Obviously, in a lot of drafts, the pitching has been 
going earlier. It also depends on where you draft. Uh, So I think you need to kind of adjust, you know, in the labor mixed league salary cap league, you know, I went heavy on DeGrom and I didn't have another pitcher over $8. It wasn't the plan. It's just the way it panned out and where I was sitting. And I still got arms that I like. So, you know, I think you just kind of play the room and see how it goes. And if you're in a 15 team league and you're picking on the ends, you kind of have to make that decision. You know, that's what I had to do. I had the third pick in mixed league tout draft. And I was like, all right, I think some pitchers are going to go. So let me take one here. So you, you really have to kind of guess and, and see how the room is playing it. Yeah. 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 And that's, I mean, that was immediately why I ended up doing it because you just, you see everybody grabbing it and it's like, you know, you just, yeah. Sometimes you just, you have to make that move early whether you want to or not, I don't, you know, I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll, again, I'll test it out, but you know, still, I mean, I think, you know, year after year, um, you know, it's not like the, the weight on starting pitching strategy has, uh, has cost me championships. You know, it's like, I, I, I take the pitchers who I like in those middle rounds and, uh, you know, I let my offense do the, uh, do the leading. And then I, end up patching things up. You know, if I, if I need some pitching help on the waiver wire, I'll do that or I'll make a, a trade. Do you even yeah. do leagues where you trade anymore? Yeah. My home league, there's a ton of trading in okay. that league. And yeah, that league does trading, tout does trading, labor does trading. Um, and that might be it for me. I think. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I was in the GDD league. I'm not in this year, though. Conflict of a draft date. So that league was a trading league. Oh, the Gotham League. Yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. There's so, trading allowed in the Secret Bender League. Oh, I said too much. Well, you did. She slipped. Damn it. Damn it. You watch, dude. I'm going to put this thing together. Everybody, everybody listening right there. I'm gonna tell you, you know what? I'll, I'll get all you listeners in before Adam now. It was Adam's attitude? Yeah, you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's got an attitude problem. Damn it! Yep, that's right. Don't forget it. <laughs> so, have you been like, you know, I, I didn't even ask you. Today's we're recording here on Wednesday. Only two NBA games tonight, man. Are you like, are are, are you jonesing or you, uh, or did you enjoy the break? No, I needed the break. I was burnt out bad. So I kind of needed the break mm-hmm. uh, and only two games tonight. And then it's a ton tomorrow. Uh, I don't know. What is it? 12, 13. It's a lot. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Is it 10? I thought it was more. Oh, no. Oh, no. 11. 11 games on Thursday. And then there's a lot on Friday, too. And Friday's weird. The first game's 8 p.m. Oh, 7 on Friday. What am I? I thought there was like a day of like 12 or 13. I guess I'm wrong. And Saturday's 8. Okay. You want to uh, you, you, you jump on? You want to jump on the fantasy alarm show? Talk best bets tomorrow? Um, tomorrow? I can't. I'll tell you why after. Oh, secrets. See, well, all around people. well, no, don't, don't, don't say anything. Shh, you've said too much. Okay. <laughs> this is what happens when I have like multiple energy drinks and I'm out of a draft and 
I got the whole rest of my night ahead of me here because uh, we're going to wrap things up and uh, and I'm in a nice little goofy mood. My wife's going to hate me right now. I'm going to pester. I'm going to pester now. Now I'm going to like pester for some action. And she's going to be like, all right, I'm going to sleep. She'll be like, stop touching me. <laughs> she's like, I told you I didn't feel well. Stop touching me. <laughs> then you can go watch Impractical Jokers. No, well, yeah, well, that, you know, I, I just got to wait for her ambient to kick in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. You know what? <laughs> Sometimes the podcasts are worth the price of admission. Sometimes you just get nonsense. I'm not going to lie. But uh, you know what? Adam's got stuff to do. He's got to go head out over to Sirius XM and he's got to go do his show with Fensty. And uh, yeah. So I'll tell you what, when we co- we'll come back tomorrow, we'll have a little fun. Um, I'll tell you what, preview right now, real quick, Adam here, uh, a game that you're looking at in the NBA. Let's throw somebody, let's throw somebody a bet, right? Come on, take a look at something. I haven't even looked, bro. Ooh, there's so I many haven't. games tomorrow. I don't look, dude, I don't look until then either very late at night or the next day because there's games on now. Well, all right, you know what? Boston, Brooklyn tomorrow night in Brooklyn. Do I take the over? Uh, I don't know. I got to see who's playing. Ah, you son of a bitch, man. You I know Duran is not playing. I know that. He's out. Blake Griffin is not going to make his debut. Um, want to make sure Jalen Brown's okay. I mean, he was in the All-Star game, but he's had a knee issue. Marcus Smart could be back, but they said it's going to be on a minutes limit. Um, I don't start know. Calling I, you, I'm gonna start calling you Murr from now on. Why? Uh, you know, you just, I just feel like you know that's just it. You feel more like a Murr than a Joe to me right now. Nah, you just, you, I don't want to give out something without doing any research. I know. I'm trying to see. I mean, maybe the Hornets at home by five and a half. They're playing Detroit, who's terrible. Oh, um, see. Oh, the go. Raptors are going to be shorthanded again. There's not even a total on that game. No Van Fleet, no Siakam. Dude, uh, again, the protocols. All right. What time to what time on Thursday should people be heading over to Wager Alarm and catch your stuff? Uh, about 4 p.m. Eastern. About 4 p.m. Eastern. So anybody out there listening right now, 4 p.m. Eastern, NBA best bets, NBA prop bets, with Adam Ronis, that's when it comes out. Wageralarm.com. Uh, if you go, I'll just say this. If you go to wageralarm.com and you sign up for a, just a free account, you get a free pick of the day, like a bet that we just we, we, we email it to you and just say, here you go. Here's the free pick of the day. Could it be one of Adam Ronis's tomorrow? You'll just have to go to wageralarm.com to find out. But I've held up Adam enough here with the super secret Bender Invitational that he's not going to be a part of. So I'll just say on behalf of Adam and myself, thank you all for liking and subscribing. We love you all and uh, we'll catch you next time.